What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a follow-up to one we did last month with a diesel shop owner who was talking about what it was like to be um, rated by the EPA and charges that were filed. He's had his sentencing, so he's going to tell us today what he was sentenced to and then everything that progressed from the last episode to this one. So we're really excited and appreciate him reaching out to us to be able to tell a story and update all of you guys. Before we get to it though, want to remind you guys, if you want to save 20% off site-wide and get some really cool gear, Kershaw Knives is a sponsor of the podcast. They have a, um, a ton of different things, whether you need something for hunting, fishing, EDC, around the house or job site. And we appreciate them offering the code to our, our uh, listeners. So just go to Kershaw.KIAUSA.com and use code diesel20 to get 20% off site-wide. All right, let's get to today's episode with Michael and getting an update on his sentencing from his EPA case. Michael, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast. You had uh, you know, told me that, hey, I got an update for you guys. And the last episode we did, I know that uh, a lot of people heard it and listened to it. And so I wanted to uh, to chat with you today and, and, and see what's new or, or what's transpired since we chatted last week. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do an update. Uh, got, of course, some... Uh new information and uh now you know i've gone through the sentencing hearing the final you know kind of chapter there is closed out so um you know it'd be nice to get some information out there and say hey this is what you guys can expect and you know now that i have a little more freedom to maybe answer some questions that i had to be a little cautious of last time what um how, well how did that whole process go what uh what happened with it yeah so uh had the final sentencing hearing um basically Long story short, uh, just like pretty much any of these other cases where they're going through this, you know, you get offered a deal at some point. Um, and, and we did, you know, uh, myself and the other two business partners were offered the same deal. Um, what I can tell you is one thing that I don't think a lot of people fully understand is that deal is also subjective to the final stamp of that judge. Um, so in my ex my case, for example, the judge added two years of probation to the deal. She added six months of house arrest and 180 hours of community service. Uh -huh. um, so in the full scope of things, you know, we're looking at five years probation, you know, six months house arrest, 180 hours community service, plus, uh, you know, 66K in fines, which should be all public knowledge. You should be able to look this up on the case. You know, I don't know if the EPA has published it, but it should all be there. Wow. So that... Um... I, I didn't know that. And it's so hard to get information on this kind of stuff. Like we chatted about before. Sure. It's like, normally you just see, you know, an update online or something. I think they do publish, um, you know, some of the things. So that's, that's, um, you know, that's really interesting. So like overall, you know, how did it go the way that you, you had hoped or, or what were your thoughts? What are your thoughts now looking back on it? Well, I, I can tell you, so now that, you know, like I said, I have a little more freedom to say, um, it, it somewhat went the way I was kind of expecting. Um, what I can tell you is in the sense that there is a law, right. That we have to basically not violate. It's very black and white. Um, you know, people might be upset about me saying that or saying, Hey, you know, it's, it's, but the, the truth is it's black and white. There's a law. You don't have to like, it, you don't have to agree. Um, but if you don't agree, the best analogy I can say is this is like you speeding on the highway, right? Highway says, hey, it's 65. You go 75 because you don't agree. It should be 65. You get pulled over. You get a ticket. You get pissed off at the cop and say, hey, 
uh, you know, this is, I don't agree with this. Well, that's nice. It's still a law. You broke it. Here's the consequence. Um, <clears throat> but we can get into the other side of things, right? Um, as auto enthusiasts, as motorsports enthusiasts, obviously we don't necessarily agree with the way things are going, right? There's, there's lots of stuff. I mean, there's rumors out there from all kinds of stuff, politicians being involved on, on different sides of things, not just the EPA side, but on, you know, the side of owning certain businesses. I mean, there's all kinds of rumors, right? Um, I can tell you from my personal experience, what I can tell you is, um, you know, it's, it's interesting that the way they play it, um, in the public side of the case, I, I'm not sure how, but you should be able to look up transcripts from, from the court case, so this should all be public knowledge. Uh, the U.S. attorney prosecutor straight up said that, well, uh, it, while they're making their case to the judge, um, the term was used, I quote, most of these deleted trucks are driven on highways near low-income communities, predominantly of, for people of color. Okay, so now we get into a whole other thing, right? I mean, this is this isn't something I made up. I mean, like I said, transcripts should be available. I don't know how to look them up, but this was on the public side of the hearing, right? So this wasn't the sealed side. Um, so he, here's this is where we start getting into more of the gray area of like, okay, this is really what's going on, right? They're they're going to do whatever they can to make this happen. Um, my attorney pushed for zero time. The, the probation officer pushed for zero time. They said, look, you know, the, there's been no cases out there where people have served any sort of jail time. Uh, per the judge's words, um, we are going to start making examples out of cases like this because obviously people haven't got it. Um, and that's when the six months of house for us, adding the two years probation and 108 hours of community service came in. Um, by the way, let, let's also add that um, the minimum for the classification of this felony, uh, assuming you don't have any credit for cooperation, assuming you don't have any credit for doing anything, the minimum for this classification of felony is recommended at 10 months by the U.S. Attorney's Office behind bars. Wow. So that, that's the minimum recommendation plus whatever fines right now. Now, of course, this is where we come into the judge has the final say on this. Thing, okay. But this is where you start having to look at it. Right. I mean, people, people, it's easy for people to say stuff, right. That maybe gone through this stuff on the civil side, but when it used to be nothing but civil or people enthusiasts of different backgrounds you know whether they're a mechanic whether they're a shop owner that hasn't gone through this whether they're a customer right it's easy for them to say stuff but but here's the thing that i have to now look at right now i've got six months where my life is work home but that's the only two options i got right and I, i'm getting put in the same classification as somebody that got busted for dealing drugs or weapons or you know violent crimes over the exhaust systems, right? Over the, the violating the Clean Air Act, over this stuff, right? So this is the severity of it, right? And this is, I guess, I tried to portray this a little bit more in a politically correct you know, format before. We don't have to agree with it, but there's a way to go about fighting, it. you know, getting involved in politics, getting involved in everything that we can as enthusiasts, where we're all stepping up and we're saying, hey, what's going on isn't right. You know, what we don't like the fact that you know, this is going on. Okay. Then we have to change the law, right? Simply violating the law doesn't change anything. Right. It, it creates situations like mine where, you know, I got to rely on 
you know, I, I believe I can go to the grocery store and medical necessities for myself and, you know, family members. And um, I haven't had the actual probation meeting. So there, there may be other freedoms that are allotted, but you got to think about that. I mean, 600 months of house arrest, right? I mean, I, like I said, it's the same classification as somebody that was dealing drugs. And, you know, that affects my life. You know, it, it doesn't affect the, the customer that, that, you know, we installed. Um, the, the fines that are, that are based off of a gross amount and, and they have some formula that they take this and that and they do all these calculations and yada, yada. Okay, well, that, that's fine. But truly, you know, by the time you break it down, you really didn't make much money and you're usually paying far more than you made in a lot of cases now. You know, I, yeah. I know early days, you know, civil stuff was totally different. But now when, when you break down what an individual is responsible for, not a business, you know, an individual. You know, I mean, it's it's a whole different ballgame now. I saw a comment on a, uh, on YouTube on, uh, on, I believe it was your episode, but somebody had said, well, the EPA can't make laws and can't enforce fines. And what you're telling me right now is the complete opposite in reality. And I think that's the part that I, I just wish, and I hope people listen and they understand that there are real repercussions. And what you just mentioned that you're dealing with, it's not, you know, it's not just, um, you know, you, you go into some meetings, get a letter in the mail, you got to change your business and that's it. Like it's real stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, going back on that is I think the problem is the EPA. So many people look at the EPA as just like a government body that, that has suggestions of how to do emissions, right? Yep. That, that's not the case. I, I mean, they are a governing body. They can propose stuff. They're right. They, they can't change laws. But when all this stuff gets voted on and, and when all this stuff gets passed through and nobody's paying attention because it's snuck into, you know, this bill or that bill and, and all this stuff. And like I said, the, the corruptness or, or however you want to put it, you know, the stuff that's going on. I, I mean, look at the stuff. You know, my wife almost lost it when, when the, the U.S. attorney prosecutor made that comment. Right. Like, what does that have to do with that? Right. And, and I have, you know, that, that's the thing. And, and then they want to bring up cancer. They want to bring up you know, asthma and try to make this thing sound so severe that you're, you're killing people by doing these deletes. I mean, this is the image that they portray. Okay. And, and quite frankly, I, I brought up to the judge, I said, okay, great. Well, you want to talk about cancer? My dad has stage four cancer that he's fighting right now. Okay, great. My, my son was a study case for one of the top children's hospitals in Washington, DC, because of the severity of his asthma. You, you really think that I wanted to to hurt them you really think that was my intention and and i got told by the judge basically look we your personal matters don't matter right Th that's not that's not the point right so on one side we're being told they're, they're bringing up and trying to make this personal right on on one side saying hey this is how personal it is because you're killing people in these soot it, it settles in people's lungs and we have all these studies and this and that but then when i brought up hey you know okay that's that's nice but what about the studies that were done that the EPA, uh, their own mechanic, when they raided us, by the way, uh, uh, which I have the other business owners can attest to this, um, admitted that these systems fail. Okay, so how much of this this pollution is being done by by systems that are failing? You know, not even deletes, right? Because you look at a vast majority of trucks, and you're not talking in a vast majority of trucks, but they they've got all these crazy numbers that you know, oh, each truck that's deleted, it's, it's 1 million tons worth of soot that gets, the, you know, deposited over the lifetime of the, the vehicle. So, you know, we have to factor that. And, and they're going off the assumption of these vehicles are on the road for X amount of years. They're, they're driven in this 
this environment, that environment. Oh, you know, in Alaska, they're idled all the time because they're cold, you know, in the cold in the wintertime. So they're running all the time. And, and then we're, we're driven on, on the highways. Well, we all know the fact of the matter is, is most trucks that stay on the highways don't have the problems. It's the trucks that are stop and go that don't get work that don't, you know what I'm saying? And you're talking a small majority of these trucks that are actually having these issues. And so when they bring this up and they start trying to hit you on all this, they make it personal, right? They try to make it personal. They try to make you sound like, like a criminal. Like I said, I mean, it it is literally, you know, the, the stuff that was being said was to me was like, Oh, uh, okay. You know, that's how we're going about this. Okay. You know, so it's like I said, I mean, I mean, yeah, the EPA can't enforce laws necessarily. They, They can't create laws, but they can make the proposal to pass them through. And then while we're all sleeping because it got snuck into whatever bill, it gets passed. You know, yeah, they may not be able to necessarily enforce it, but they can come in, they can do the investigation, and they can turn everything over. They do have the power to do investigations and to turn it over to the U.S. attorney. And then the U.S. attorney looks at it purely from an aspect of, once again, what is your relation to violating this law? They don't care about the personal stuff. They don't, look, you violated a law. That's what it comes down to. That's all the U.S. attorney and all the judge looks at. Wow, this is uh, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a lot here, and um, you know, I, I I think that that was one of the main takeaways from our last episode when when we chatted was just how how the the EPA, the government, the courts look at this particular issue, and it made a lot of sense the way you described it. Um, but I guess to hear how it's progressed through sentencing and the you know kind of aftermath of it is it's just it's almost shocking. I guess it would be the word I would use mm-hmm. for it. it is mm-hmm. is shocking, right? Um, yeah, I I mean that's 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 just it, right? I, and I think the last episode I brought up hey all these other potential issues, right? But yeah. but now it gets even more real. Okay, now now it gets into the fact of well now you're putting extra strain on your family because you're on house arrest, right? So so here's here's the reality, right? In a lot of cases, it, is that going to affect um, you know a lot of things? Well, possibly not, right? There's you know I got a good wife, we can work around that. You know the kids. I mean, so what? We have some movie nights at home with the kids now instead. You know for about six months. You know um, it's going into winter time up here anyway, so we're we're not going out fishing and camping and stuff anyways, right? Um, you know, but there is stuff that you got to think about with that, right? Things that we take for granted that people don't think about. Okay. What about, you know, the fact that me and my wife try to go on a, on a weekly date, right? Like, and here's the thing. I mean, we don't necessarily go out and spend a bunch of money. Sometimes it's free, right? Sometimes it's a walk on a beach. Sometimes it's whatever, but I'm not doing that for the next six months. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing any of this stuff for the next six months. You know, the, 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 Hey, you know, late at night, Oh, let me run to the store to get the kids a gallon of milk for, for cereal in the morning. Or, you know, me and the wife are watching a movie and, Oh, we really want some snacks at one o'clock in the morning. You know, let's run up to the store that's a mile away and and go, you know, grab some snacks. Yeah. That's, that's not happening. Right. I mean, there's all this other stuff that affects your personal life now that, like I said, I mean, it's really easy for everybody to have an opinion until they live it. You know, um, and that's, that's the reality of it is, you you know, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of stuff, you know, even when, you know, I talked to my father about the situation after the court case and and he's like, well, 
you know, he gets riled up. He's an older gentleman. So, of course, you know, he's really into uh, politics and, and he's, you know, getting all riled up. But I, but I said, but what does that do? What are you fighting right now? Right. We have to fight to change the law. We have to fight to to change the way these things are operating. Fight, fighting because we don't agree with something that was said. Right. Even in the courtroom, like, like doesn't really make a difference. You know, fighting because we don't agree with the law. It doesn't make a difference. You have to change the law itself. You have to change everything at its core. You know, yeah. we have to find ways to adapt. We have to find ways to work around the laws that are there and, and not just say, okay, well, I don't like this. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to violate this, you know, as, as a customer, well, I don't, I think it's dumb, you know, because I want to do whatever I want with my truck. Great. So what are you doing to change the law? You know, be, because like I said, going back to the speed limit thing, you don't agree with driving 65 on the freeway or 55 because you're like, oh man, this is really slow. Okay. What are you doing to change it other than complaining? That's really the key. And that's, I think the power of what you're saying about this whole situation, it's, it's true. And, and it's really the question I, I ask, uh, you know, the industry or myself or, you know, with anything pertaining to this is what are we doing? And I know there's some things with the RPM act and other stuff, but specifically mm -hmm. we're not talking about race vehicles in this application. We're not talking about the ability to take an old truck and, you know, race it. We're talking about how your life's affected a bunch of other people. And that's, that's really the key is what, you know, how are we getting involved in the process? Are we talking about it? Are we, um, you know, talking with our representatives? What, what are we actually doing? Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, exactly. I, I mean, it's exactly that, you know, and, and, you know, that, that's the thing. I mean, we can go back and forth, right. There's always this political divide about this president, that president, this party, that party, but okay. Look at, look at what's been going on with the EPA, right. It's been going on through multiple different presidencies, right? It's been going on. Uh, uh, I don't care what side of the fence you're on, what politics you believe in. It's been going on through presidents that sat on both sides of the political party, right? I, I mean, it, it. So it really doesn't make a difference. Like there, there's. It, it's not necessarily about you know. Okay, well, if I do this, right? Like, what are we doing to prevent this stuff? You know, and, and it goes. I mean, even deeper. You know the. Um, we just got notification. I mean, most manufacturers are getting away from V8s of any kind, right? Uh, Chrysler, Dodge, they, they've been one of the big ones that's like trying to fight till the very end. We finally got that notification, you know, um, that not long ago, they're done. Next year's it. There's no more V8s, you know? So, so what are we doing to change that, right? Like you either adapt and you work with the guidelines you're given or you work to change it. But what I see so much of is everybody wants to have an opinion and say, which is fine, we're all entitled to our opinion. But when you get so flustered and uppity and say, well, I don't agree with this, so I'm not gonna follow that. Okay, well, there's consequences for that, right? You, you know, when the judge asked me, you know, she said, well, why did you do it, right? That was a question I got asked, why did you do it? My intent wasn't to add to cancer, right? My intent wasn't to, add to asthma like i said i have a personal connection with that stuff everything this prosecutor is bringing up i said i don't think that the, they know anything about that i said they want to bring this up and use this against me so they have no idea you know more than likely what they're even talking about you, you know um and, and you could tell even when they're they're bringing it up and the way they went about it tried to describe a tuning device and a this to that and and the other they don't know what they're talking about 
but it goes back to that core was a law violated um you know and like i said the judge asked me why did you do this well this wasn't my intent to do all of this but we all have a passion right right we all have and quite frankly like i said before i probably lost money just on on the delete side of things over the years i guarantee you we lost money right but it wasn't about doing deletes it wasn't about trying to violate a law it wasn't it was the the community right and and at the time this is just what people did right there was no real explanation of okay well the emissions doesn't work so we yank it off that's that's what we're doing right there was no real progression it was just hey we're just going to scrap this and we're going to be done like that's the mindset that diesel industries had for years yeah and obviously that that was the wrong one to have as we can tell you know <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, it's it's really interesting because sometimes covering this topic we we catch you know flack for it too and it'll be mm -hmm. maybe not necessarily public but you know places have said or people have said why are you talking about this why are you having people on to discuss this this isn't what we want to portray we don't want this out in front of people and i'm like we need to have it in front of people because right. it is affecting every single it's not just affecting you it's, it's affecting what's on a website which i've looked at tons of different ones there used to be pages and pages and pages of parts and now it's down to one or two so it's affected what mm -hmm. as a truck owner you can buy and it's also you know uh it's just a current topic and you know before the podcast you said man that last episode we did it it uh, riled some people up so that's why i wanted to kind of mm -hmm. segue into that is what kind of feedback did you have you know after we chatted the episode was out there you know what did you hear you know, I haven't heard a whole lot. Um, I heard rumors from a couple different sources actually telling me that that people were pissed off because I tried to make the issue very black and white, right? And and um, the I I was told that it's dealing with the EPA is in black and white. Navigating a court case, I guess, is never as black and white as we'd hope. You know, especially in the current environment that we live in. But it is black and white, like I said, in the sense of it's a law, right? And, and that was kind of the thing is that people got riled up, right? I, I heard feedback about, oh, you know, yeah, this is, you know, I totally agree with you, but but this is really messed up what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like you said, I mean, you know, we, we, we allowed stuff to happen. Nobody cared to pay attention until it was too late, right? I, I mean, think of it when you really think about it this was a civil case right like when when h&s for those that remember h&s right when they they were one of the first to go through this or even edge right like edge was doing delete tuners people forget that like i think oh eight oh nine right some of these companies were the first to go through this and nobody paid attention other than saying well this sucks we're just going to find a way around it right like that was everybody's mindset we're going to find a way to skirt the law so we get to this point where finally in 2020, the, the government says, okay, enough is enough. Civil fines aren't working. Hitting people with penalties are not working. So now we're going to make it a criminal offense. And, you know, from my understanding and actually from what they said, I'm one of the first to actually be convicted under the new criminal case, right? Like there might be a couple, but you're talking like, a couple literally you know if, if there is two to three maybe you know so this is the first time that we're starting to hear about people getting more, more than fines and i don't think it's going to stop here you know i think that you're going to see more and more of this of people you know 
And, and I think that we're going to, at some point, see people behind bars for this. Yeah, yeah it's definitely progressed. And, and that's why, you know, with our last episode, I really took it to heart what you were saying and, and really thought about it. And then connecting today just to hear, you know, how did this, you know, finally come to an end and, and mm-hmm. what, um, just the, you know the takeaway from it i think is really important and that's why it's it's great to have you on the podcast to talk about this you know and to and to state it and i know there's there were a ton of people that were like oh well you know let us know have them come back on and, and update yeah. everything and, and everything yeah. so it was uh you know it was really cool to you know be able to chat with you again and i think the message and, and what you're talking about is very important we all need to think about that and um you know just understand this stuff has real consequences it's not like you said it's not just the fine anymore it's an actual penalty right right no and and it is and and i mean you know it it sucks i mean you know i didn't think growing up that i would ever see a time where you know people in the automotive industry who are passionate about something are going to end up with jail time for something they're passionate about right like i mean that's the argument that's being made is like freedoms are being taken away right but it's it's the whole here's here's the thing people can be as pissed as they want but if we're not changing it what are we doing you know and and it's not just the u.s right like people want to get so riled up you know how many other countries have already done this and and it's similar right like my wife's from norway for example so out of curiosity sake we went on on a road trip and and she starts looking up the the laws over there, right? And it's very similar, like with the fines and, and how severe it is. And you're talking about a country that for murder gets eight years. Like that's their max for murder or, or it was for a long time. And they're talking about increasing it from two to three years of jail time for violating basically emissions laws, right? So you're getting darn near half the time for an emissions violation that you are a murder in this country, like, you know, over there. And it's like, this is the severity of it. And this is how serious they're taking it, you know, and this is like, this isn't just the U S I mean, it is a worldwide attack on, you know, emissions, climate change, whatever you want to throw it into that category. But the automotive enthusiasts are the ones that are catching the brunt of this, you know, I I mean, let's be honest. Right. I mean, we can, we can argue, about the the in between stuff right but this is so new that even like in my case the u.s attorney's office didn't have cases to reference to say to the judge hey in this case or that case this is what happened they were referencing cases of epa cases where people had spilt drums of chemicals right trying to relate that to what we're doing so it's it's so new that we're still on that forefront of like this is going to snowball very quickly, right? Like they're setting the precedent right now. Hey, the first couple guys are going to get X, right? And and they're going to keep increasing this. You know, on one hand, it kind of sucks that I was one of the first because, well, they're going to try and make an example. On the other hand, I was kind of lucky in a sense of like, as these cases go on and they say, okay, well, so-and-so got busted for X, Y, and Z. Well, this guy did 10 times the amount yeah. and he got six months. Okay, so now- okay, well, you're going to spend 18 months behind bars because you did 10 times the amount the guy that got six months house arrest, right? Like yep. that's the progression that we're going to see here. That's very true. That's a, that's so. a good point. It's um, it's it, it was great to chat with you. I wish it was under different circumstances that we had recorded yeah. a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, sure, sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think the, the insights and the things you're talking about, it, 
everyone can we can just identify with it whether we're a truck enthusiast a shop owner a company that's out there just you know i had people listen to this episode that they're not even into diesels they're not even into automotive they just found the topic really interesting and so i uh you know i appreciate you coming back on appreciate you reaching out michael and um you know telling us what you did spreading the message um you know that you are and and we, we, we uh, you know, wish you the best. Hope that uh, you know things go well, and anything we can ever do to to help you or chat about or anything like that. And you're always more than welcome back on the podcast. Absolutely, awesome. Appreciate the time, Patrick. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Kershaw.kiausa.com. Use code Diesel twenty for twenty percent off site wide. They got a ton of cool things there. Whether you need something for the outdoors, everyday carry at home, and really products to meet any budget. So there's something there for everybody. Make sure and take advantage of it. Also, want to encourage you guys if you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, turn on notifications, like and comment. It helps these episodes reach new diesel truck owners or people who are looking to have problems solved. They they can't find the answer. This will pop up for them. So we really appreciate that. And then also all of our Patreons that have helped us grow throughout the years, support us. I want to give a shout out to Tyler Lona, 23 Diesel, Caleb, all of our Patreons, all of you who subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the podcast apps. You guys keep us going and keep the creativity going with uh, ways to bring you guys different stories, the information that you want. Um, our Discord is huge. It's, it's grown tremendously. So we just wanted to say thank you to all of you out there. We appreciate your support. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.